Hello, this is Dr. Dave Cornelius, a.k.a. Dr. Dave, and I'm hosting the Agile for Humanity podcast series in partnership with the Agile Alliance. Uh, the goal is to have real talk with people in the Agile community that are Black, Indigenous, and people of color, as well as people that are white. The conversations will not be limited to people in the United States, so I will do a virtual walkabout globally to get different experiences about social injustice for Black, Indigenous, and people of color in the Agile community. In the Agile community, we talk about changing the way we work, but do we change our hearts and humanity to love, meaning being patient and kind people that look different than us? Today, I'm having real talk with my friend Stuart McCullough and the Agile for Humanity podcast series. So, hey, Stuart McCollum, my brother, uh, how are you and your family? How are you guys doing during this season of COVID-19? Um, Dr. Dave, we are doing okay. We're inside. That's like my dad joke. Everybody <laughs> asks us, what's going on? I'm like, oh, we're inside. We're so, inside. Uh, yep. Things are good? And things are good. Um, good. Can't complain. And in this day and age, there's a lot to complain about, but we're, 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 we're doing steady. <sighs> Yeah. That's great, man. So, you know, look, I'm grateful that you're gracious to give us your time, right, to discuss mm -hmm. our humanity and, you know, what it means in our lives and to people in the Agile community. Um, you know, when we talk, I know sometimes we go really deep and about our experiences and we share right. like some intimate moments and uh, just what it's like to be black men with Caribbean roots, no doubt, <laughs> you know, um, living in the space that we do. And so before we jump into the interview, uh, tell me, what have you been up to lately as a coach, an entrepreneur, husband, a dad? You know, what's been going on with you? Yeah. Um, so right now, um, I'm a managing partner for a group called Evolution Services. We're based out of L.A. And so we coach primarily high growth startups and then and also larger systems as well, too. Nice. We do a lot of depth work for our leaders that we coach. Um, we do diversity, equity, and inclusion, and sustainability work. Um, we have a, an amazing leader that helps us with that named Rudy Nickens, and mm -hmm. who we all support. And as you can imagine right now, he's super busy, and we get to support him as well. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think a little bit about sort of the agile space and um, – how does diversity, equity, inclusion, and sustainability, how has it manifested in the Agile space? And how will it manifest in the Agile space and certainly within business as well, too? And then, yeah, okay. That's good. So you're busy. I'm busy. I'm, I'm, yeah, bit, I'm super busy. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. A little busy. Yeah. A little busy. Good. Yeah. So talk to me. How are you feeling in this time of the disruption with COVID? And, and yeah. you know, the cry, the outcry that's happening right now for social distancing. You know, how is that? impact you on the inside i know it's impacting me so i, yeah. I just could only imagine yeah i mean i think the thing is it was what's interesting to me is that um first of all i just am amazed about the young uh women and men who are out there marching i think the you know the the sort of um snarky older people who are like the young people don't know anything or don't do anything i'm like it's been it's, young people are showing their metal right now marching the right. time of pandemic uh, marching the time of such social of disruption and lack of leadership at the highest levels right 
um, to enact social change and justice, equity and justice within this country. Um, so I'm certainly feeling both the despair of it took a pandemic and watching a man mm. getting murdered on the street before this has happened. Yeah. Uh, before, before it's, it's in this, in the sort of the world consciousness. And at the same time, feeling absolute proud of the young people who are doing the work and the change that's happening within society about systemic racism and systemic oppression. Yeah. Uh, so I hold both, right? So as, as change workers in the world, like we hold both. We hold the complexity of, of one thing and the other and the polarity and the in-between of that. And so, yeah, I'm just um, uh, hopeful that our world... Um, can really come together to change this and to start uh, addressing some of the other inequities that are currently in the world, especially around climate change, especially is one I keep thinking about. Um, but all the ways that one human being can be oppressive to the other, which is you know racism, homophobia, sexism, ageism, classism, and the list goes on. So these are some of the things that are keeping you up at night, you know, as a black they man. They are can't keeping sleep, me up. <laughs> you know, I, I think I think one of the things I keep um, thinking about is how do you combat a system like white supremacy, and it could be any system, white supremacy, sexism, homophobia, classism, but how do you combat a system where the people that are targeted are despairing about getting something to change and the people who are not targeted are apathetic and turn away and aren't paying attention um, and you know it, it shouldn't take a pandemic and seeing some horrific series of events and of course George Floyd, Ahmaud Aubrey, Breonna Taylor and the list goes on of mm. black women and men who have been killed in police state sanctioned violence um, it shouldn't take an event like that for people to pay attention and unfortunately it does. Unfortunately it has so far. And so um, that's what's keeping me up. Like we can't, we, we can't, we can't have that level of trauma happening within our, within our society for each and every oppression that is currently affecting us in the world. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I understand, you know, and, and now I, I ran into this new term called BIPOC, you know, yeah. blacks, ind indigenous people of color, you know, kind of lumping yeah. all non-whites into a group. Um, do you feel marginalized by this? By they using that term to describe who you are or who I am or us, we? I'm I just don't, curious. actually. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I think it's, um, it's an interesting term. I think what's interesting, the reason why, as far as I understood it, is that, um, you know, people were saying people of color. Mm -hmm. um, and that was lumping in everybody, but but saying black and and really also noticing and highlighting the plight of indigenous folks within this country. Yeah, man. Um, I mean that is that's in of itself um, a huge inequity that has never been addressed or is not being addressed um, in the way that uh, that I think should be and. Um, so people of color, black, you know, BIPOCs is, I think, a perfectly fine term. I personally tend to like people of the global majority. Um, 
just to show that black and brown people are the majority of the people on the planet. So yeah. we get to we get to claim our majority status, right? So that's that's yeah. I prefer that term, but I totally understand BIPOC as well too, as 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 it's used specifically in this time. Mm-hmm. Um, distinction. Mm-hmm. No, uh, understood. Understood that that's how things are. Um, so, but I'm glad, just wanted to get your feel on that because I, I speak to some people and they go like, there they go again, marginalizing us, putting us into a group. So um, it's just yeah. a question to put out there. Um, yeah. Are, are yeah. you feeling hopeful about the awareness of the social justice movements that are taking place? Uh, and not just in the United States, I'm talking about people who are you know, uh, dispersed across the, the globe, you know, out there, you know, really raising their voices, their fist, you know? Well, what's yeah. going on? Well, you know, um, John Lewis just passed recently. And oh. I think I want to point out that people have always been fighting inequity yeah. in this country and in other places as well, too. If we look at the continent of Africa, if we look at the Caribbean, I mean, you and I both have stories of freedom <laughs> fighters in the Caribbean that have been going yeah, on for, yeah, yeah. For, for many, many generations. What's going on in the, in the Amazon? Um, so I just want to point out that it's like, I'm hopeful that the people that have been on the front lines for generations, for, you know, prior to this sort of a social awareness and awakening, get to really see the fruits of their labor and to be recognized and know that we all have to do this work. Right? We all have to do this work of ending oppression, both in society yeah. and in business. Yeah. Understood. So mm-hmm. let's talk about the agile community. We, we always talk about, hey, uh, we, we have to change the way we work. Um, do you think there's a gap in, in how we should tend to our humanity in terms of love for one another? I'm talking about being patient and kind, not the emotional yeah, yeah. side. Right? Yeah. That's the kind of yeah. love that I'm talking about. Can we be patient and kind? Do you think there's a gap? Because, uh, you know, yeah, we shift the way we work. But how about shifting the way we feel and respond to each other as, as human beings? Um, you know, where's the, where are you in that gap anyway? Well, you know, as you remember very well, I think it was in 2017, um, I did a, a little, little thing, little talk with a, a group of people where we did an exploration around race, class, and gender. Yeah, yeah. And I believe yeah. agilists, you know, agilists are at the forefront of that if they are willing to take on that work. Yeah. Are, the, are, are you willing as an Agilist? I mean, because the Agile Manifesto and the Agile Principles and Values are very human-centered, right? Right. Are you willing to take on that work? And what do you need to face and feel in order to be a change agent, not just for process or culture, but uh, not culture being, you know, how's it, how does the entire organization get together, but to really become a conscience for the organizations that, you in, that, that you're in. It doesn't mean that you're like, you know, do this now or else I'm going to shame you. It just means having conversations with people saying, what are you willing to address? What are you willing to face and feel? Have you thought about this? These are systems of inequities in our, in our, in our, that are built in within our organizations that people have talked about um, this for years from hiring, from performance improvement yeah. plans, from promotions, from, from, um, just, you know, who do you see um, gets elevated in an organization? That's been around for years. So agilists have a chance to really bring that to the fore. And it doesn't mean 
that you are branding yourself one thing or another. It just means, A, am I going to do the work for myself to be really understand how a diverse, equitable, and inclusive organization is going to serve that organization? And what am I willing to do to help that rise within the organization? What am I willing to say, talk about, bring to the to various leaders? Um, and what are the moments and opportunities in which I can do that? You know, that just leads right into the next question that I have is, you know, what changes could would you like to see in the Agile community to make it more inclusive? Um, uh, you know, yeah. I, I know we're putting this out there, but we, we, we should have these type of, you know, serious conversations, right? We should. We like should. Yeah, we should. And, you know, I, I always think about um, the actual community because it has been um, a place of intense connection. For me, I met you there. I met, yeah. you know, Gosh. April Jefferson. I met, yeah. you know, tons of, tons of black um, and people of the global majority, agilists um, that I've just really enjoyed knowing. And I've also met many allies. You know, I'm thinking of, you know, Michael Spade, Lisa Adkins, Michael Hammond, David Chilcott, you know, Ainsley Nyes. The, lo- the, oh, the, yeah. the, 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 the list goes on and on and on of people who have been extremely supportive of me um, in particular. Um, to take a larger role within the actual community. Um, with that said, I think we need to look at the leadership of the actual community, whose voice gets promoted, whose um, face gets plastered on the material, <laughs> yeah. who gets to lead uh, conversations. Um, I think that needs some work. And I know that um, various organizations with the, within the Agile community are doing that. But that, you know, that needs to be addressed and that needs to be looked at and that needs to be faced. And there'll probably be some hard conversations around that in the next years to come. Um, so in essence, what I would like to see the Agile community do is to really face that question who gets to be promoted? Yeah. Who gets to be visible? Right. And and you know, and that's some of the work that we have to do as well, right? We have to, to be able to get out there like what you and I do, or getting out there trying to lead stuff, um, see where things you know land. But we have to get involved as well. Um, that's right. And in, in terms of a final thoughts, you know, um, what are some final thoughts you would like to share? You know. Uh, you know, as we have this conversation about, mm. you know, this, this, this is like heavy stuff. You know, this is really heavy stuff. And, and it weighs on me a lot. Mm. I mean, I wrote a poem that I'll send to you. You know, mm. it's, mm. it says that I've become numb. You know, be woke, stay woke. So I'll, I'll, I'll share that with you. But, you know, also part of just how that made me feel based on my experiences um, you know, so final thoughts, anything you'd like to share? Yeah. Um, in this time, in this day and age, white supremacy is a thing that is on people's minds in a particular way. Um, and I would like to say that it affects everybody. So for black and brown folks being targeted by white supremacy, 
it is there's direct effects of white people and everybody else who is not African heritage for in, in particular are internalizing aspects of white supremacy. Um, and I would like people to realize there is joy in being aware of that and taking it off you. Yeah. There is freedom on the other side of doing whatever work, especially around trauma, I think, right? Um, to remove the system from your mind, to remove the system from your body, to remove the system from our work environments, to remove the system from our, our homes and our families and explore what's on the other side of that. And I'm not saying I've done that, but that's the work that we get to do. And that's something to look forward to, is to have not this system of inequity on us. And there's work we can do to get it off us and what we are going to experience on the other side of that, I can only imagine and can't wait. Yeah, neither can I, because you know, when we dehumanize another human being, we lose some of our humanity in the process. So you know, right. how do we get beyond that? That's right. Man, Stuart, thank you for your generosity. You know, I'm always just really moved by some of our <laughs> real talks, the stuff that we get, you know, get into. Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate really you letting pleased. me be a part of this. So, yeah, oh. um, anytime, anytime. Well, you know, the, the way it goes, like, who's the first person that I'm going to call? I'm going to call Stuart back, you know, and have this <laughs> conversation. You know, yeah. Start yeah. there. Yeah. So, well, well, thank you. You know, I really appreciate it. Thank you for giving your time and um, for sharing with the Agile community because it's important for all of us to hear our voices and, right. and um, to hear our thoughts. That's right. And, That's you know, right. And, and I view as a thought leader. Oh, thank you, David. What I'll just say is, um, you know, I'd love to see all the people that I've mentioned talk on this podcast and see what okay. their thoughts are. There's a, there's a long list and I can only imagine as we bring more out into the open, like the, the dialogue will be richer and stronger. So well, share the list. You know, I, I have some of them on my list, but <laughs> I know you have some on your list that I need to get with, right? That's right. That's right. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll definitely talk after this. <laughs> yeah, for right. sure. All right. Thanks brother. Thank you. So thank you for listening to our Real Talk on the Agile for Humanity podcast series. Um, you will find Agile for Humanity podcast series recording on the Now Share with Dr. Dave on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, um, on the agilealliance.org website, on the Now Share with Dr. Dave website, and grokshare.com website, and also agileforhumanity.org. So be well, stay safe, and connect soon. We'll talk to you.